You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for tuning into this episode to be here with me for this conversation. It's really great, honestly, to be back here on the podcast. I haven't been sharing much on here recently as I've been really hands-on and present with the women in my recent round of Divine Femme, which is just wrapping up now. It's been a really powerful journey to work with these women over the past three months, and I've just been really involved in that program and in supporting those women. I've also been working a lot on things behind the scenes, including preparing for the next round of Divine Femme, which will be happening in September. So you will be hearing a lot more about that over the coming weeks. And I've also been working on some exciting new projects. And one of them, which I'm able to share with you today, is a free video training series that I've been working on to support you in awakening and embodying your feminine energy. And I wanted to create a simple introduction to how to connect with your feminine energy. This is something that a lot of women ask me about and really want to know just some basic beginning steps to understand this energy and to work with this energy within them. So that's what I did. I created a short video series called The Feminine Awakening. It's a five-part training. It's totally free and it's ready for you to dive into. And like I said, it shares five really simple and practical ways to begin embodying more of your feminine energy. So if you would like to dive into that, all you have to do is follow the link in the show notes of this episode to access it. It is up on my website now, so all you have to do is follow that link and you can start watching it and I hope you absolutely love it. So today's episode is going to be about the relationship that we as women have to our feminine energy. And I want to speak to the struggle that we can sometimes have in working with and honoring the flow and the cyclical nature of our feminine energy. And I don't just mean our menstrual cycle, although that's one part of it. I mean the general cyclical and seasonal nature of feminine energy and its various ebbs and flows. And this really relates to the differences between masculine and feminine energy and the fact that many of us as women do try to get our energy to function in more of a masculine way And we can struggle to really embrace the way that our feminine energy works and flows. And in turn, it creates this disconnection and disassociation from our feminine that a lot of us as women are struggling with and have been struggling with. And when we're working with more of a masculine approach to our energy, we are often wanting and expecting ourselves to be super consistent, neutral, showing up in the same energy and the same way and the same emotional state each and every day. And we often value that more productive, achieving-based, outcome-producing energy. You know, that part of us that gets stuff done and that can just show up in that energy consistently day in and day out. And when we are in this mindset, 
when we then encounter a period of a different energy where we feel maybe emotional or sensitive or tired or flat or tender, maybe we're distracted, not getting stuff done, or perhaps we can feel we're needing rest, we need to take it easy, or we just want to play and and do something else that day. We don't tend to value that energy within us as much. And we can feel like it's an inconvenience and it's getting in our way from the achieving that we want to do and the the outputting that space that we want to show up in. And I'm sharing about this because this has definitely been how I felt about my own energy. I often really enjoy the feeling of being productive, ticking items off my to-do list, feeling clear and energized and getting stuff done and being able to show up consistently each and every day in the same way. And I've often felt frustration at myself when my emotions or my needs or my feelings get in the way of that. You know, when my body is tired or my period's just arrived or there's stuff just going on inside of me that is impacting my productivity. And so one of the things that really inspired this conversation was that I had a real direct experience around this the other day. And it was the day just before my period was due to arrive. And I had this day where I literally felt like superwoman. I don't know what was going on inside of me. There must have been some concoction of hormones or something. But I was so creatively on fire. I was motivated. I was energized. I was just like really on purpose. I was like, boom, 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 go, 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 do, do, do. And I spent the whole day working. I did so much. I actually created the whole five-part video series that I've just shared with you. I did so much work on that. And it literally felt like being superwoman. I had this crazy energy about me. And it was actually an energy that I loved. I remember getting to the end of the day, feeling so proud of myself and feeling so good, like I had accomplished so much. And then what do you know? The next day, my energy was in a complete opposite space. And it actually felt like a really jarring experience, like a really jarring extreme to go from this one day of being so high vibe and so productive and just so on it, you know, really in that energy and feeling so proud of myself. And then the next day, waking up, And that was the day that I'd started bleeding. And it was just the complete opposite energy that I was in. I felt flat. I felt tender, tired. I just wanted to cry. I just wanted to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. I didn't want to do anything. And I even began to feel differently about what I had achieved the day before. It like had lost its shine and didn't even feel as good to me. And I wasn't as happy with what I had created. And it was like these two complete extremes, two complete extremes of energy. And one of the things to understand about masculine energy particularly is that it doesn't tend to go through these same extremes in the way that feminine energy does. And when I'm talking about masculine feminine, I've mentioned this before, I'm not talking about man and woman. I'm talking about the energies that exist in all of us. But it's really difficult for us, uh, particularly as women who are wanting to connect more deeply with our feminine, to actually surrender into and trust that energy and say, yeah, okay, it's all right that yesterday my body 
was completely on fire and was so productive and energized, and today it's not. And therefore, I'm just going to allow that. I'm just going to let whatever's happening for me today be here, and I'm going to honor it and accept it and just work with it and just adapt to that and flow with it. Whereas what we often want to do, and this is what I actually noticed, this went through my head and I didn't act on it, but it did go through my head. I thought maybe I'll just have a cup of coffee and I'll try to override this emotion. Have you ever tried to do that? Have you ever tried to override a feeling or an emotion that's just really active and present in your body? And I thought maybe I can just push through this and I can get back on track and I can get back to being productive and being in the state that I was in yesterday. Because we often really value that high energy state, that output achiever productive state, much more than we value the tender, vulnerable, sensitive, emotional state. And even for me, no matter how much work I've done on embracing my feminine, I still resist that experience of my feminine sometimes, that emotional, more sort of sensitive or or weak or tender kind of energy, that feeling you often get on day one of your cycle of feeling a bit flat, unproductive, unmotivated, just wanting to lounge around in your pajamas all day watching Netflix. And I can very often have a lot of judgment come in and, and judge those types of days as a waste, as unproductive, as an inconvenience, because now I have to push back deadlines on what I wanted to achieve. I still really look at myself through the masculine lens of expectation of how I should be able to show up. And this can happen with all of the cycles and seasons of our energy, not just with our menstrual cycle, because feminine energy is constantly moving through different cycles and seasons. But even like, for example, if we get sick or if we're just tired and run down and we can so often judge and resist those energy cycles in our body instead of seeing them as just an invitation for compassion, for tenderness, for love towards our feminine self and what she's needing and towards loving her and supporting her and really attuning to her and meeting her needs. And so the reason I want to talk about this today is because I really see this as being a block for many of us as women to fully embracing their feminine energy. It's the judgment that we hold on that energy and the judgment we hold on us maybe being tender or sensitive or having needs or being tired or wanting to rest. Any of those things that come up for us outside of that usual, consistent, productive, go, go, go kind of energy. We can see this part of us as a real inconvenience and therefore want to push it away, which causes us to really deny the cyclical nature of our feminine energy. And so this is what's really important to realize is that feminine energy is in essence cyclical and seasonal. It has ebbs and flows. It has ups and downs. Think about it like the ocean. All you have to do is think about water as an analogy for feminine energy to really understand it. Is the ocean the same every day? No, sometimes it's calm and flat. Other times there's 
waves. Other times there's big waves and it's choppy. Other times it's just really inconsistent. It's doing a whole range of different things. And you would never expect the ocean to be the same every single day. That would be completely unrealistic to expect that. And feminine energy is like the water. It's constantly moving. It's constantly in flux. It's constantly flowing between different cycles and seasons and energies. I also think about it like a river, a running river that's flowing down through a riverbank. And that river is is encountering different energies as it's moving through depending what's going on so sometimes that river moves fast like through rapids and other times it moves slow or maybe the water kind of stagnates other times you have droughts and that water evaporates or you have a flood and that water overflows again the way a river flows is different all the time considering what's going on and that's really the nature of our feminine energy as well And if we wanted like a river or the ocean to be the same all the time, we would get frustrated when we maybe hit some rapids or when the waves were too big or when we felt like the river wasn't flowing fast enough. And when we really understand this, we recognize this is how we so often approach our feminine energy. And so these various like cycles and seasons of our energy actually need to be honored And like I said, this isn't just our menstrual cycle. This is just the various fluctuations in our emotion and energy that we feel when we're connected to our feminine. And the biggest struggle that I see women experiencing in embracing this and surrendering to this is that we're not really taught in society this way of living. We're not taught that it's okay to have these fluctuations and these ebbs and flows. We're taught just to have this constant, consistent energy that you're meant to be able to show up in every day. You're meant to be able to be the same every day, output the same amount every day. Your capacity to produce and show up is meant to be the same every day. And again, that's a very masculine model of energy and it doesn't take into consideration feminine energy at all. And now here's an important part that I just want to start to drop in. This doesn't mean that we just live in this roller coaster of emotions all day, every day, and that we're just all over the place, you know, unable to get anything done. Not at all. I always talk about the balance and integration of both masculine and feminine energies. But it is really important for us to honor and factor in what is actually present for us each day in our body and not become frustrated or judgmental when we're moving through a different cycle of our feminine energy. And this is really about being very in tune with our bodies and our emotions and our feelings and our energy and where we're at each day and what we need each day and really tailoring our approach of how we support ourselves, love ourselves, take care of ourselves how we do everything based on whatever is present for us that day. This really is the invitation of feminine energy and feminine work is being deeply attuned to yourself, attuned to what is going on for you and what you need that day. But, you know, this modern day world that we're living in doesn't really teach us about being deeply attuned to ourselves. It just teaches us to get up, go, show up and output. 
And I was having this interesting conversation with my boyfriend the other day when I was on day one of my period. And it's just so interesting for me to see how masculine energy views feminine energy. And through the lens of his masculine energy, he just really didn't understand what my feminine was experiencing. He didn't understand that I was on day one of my period and I needed to tailor what I was going to do and focus on that day to where I was at energetically and emotionally. And we had this conversation because we set goals every week together. We set our weekly goals and it was a Monday and he's like, all right, what are your goals for this week? And I was like, babe, I'm just going to have to play it by ear this week. I just want to see how I'm feeling, you know, and tailor my week to what's going on for me. And he's like, no, but despite that, you still need to have your goals in place and you still want to have some direction to your week. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But for me, this week isn't as much about direction and and structure and planning. It's more about moment to moment flow. And I just really need to trust that things are going to get done in their own way this week. And it was just so interesting to see his perspective because when someone's really in their masculine, and this is like what we experience when we're in our masculine looking at our feminine energy, that that cyclical kind of nature of feminine will seem a bit chaotic. It will seem unproductive. It will seem lazy. It will seem like what's the point of spending a day sitting on the couch? And that's how so many of us see our feminine energy. And I really saw that mirrored in him and, you know, he's deeply masculine. So being in his masculine energy, he's not really truly going to understand what it's like to be in my feminine And so you can kind of see the struggle that many of us women have because we might have masculine partners or masculine bosses or, you know, we're working in kind of a masculine patriarchal society. And so a lot of the time we are getting that message that it isn't okay for us to just deeply honor and flow with and surrender into what is rising in our feminine in that moment. And it was just so interesting because despite him and I having a lot of conversations over the years about my desire to deeply honor my feminine energy and really support myself through my cycle by taking time off work when that happens, when that arrives, it was just so interesting to still see him be so confused around my desire to just rest and take time off and that masculine perspective almost couldn't see the value in me as a woman deeply honoring my body and my energy during that time. But you know, on the other end of the spectrum, there are also a lot of weeks for me where it really serves me to have a lot of direction, a lot of structure in my weeks to set my goals. And I work really, really well with that. And there are many weeks for me where I'm super consistent. I'm really on it. I'm really stable in my energy. And that's awesome. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be like that as a woman because that's actually very grounding and can really show a great integration of your masculine and feminine energy. But all I'm saying is it's not realistic to expect that we are going to be like that all the time and to then get upset with ourselves or judge ourselves when we're not that way. Now, the other thing that I just want to share as well that I think is really important is that when we are fully honoring our feminine experience and honoring her emotions and her energy and where she's at, 
It doesn't mean that we wallow in that energy or fully indulge in it in a way that becomes detrimental. You know, we don't want to completely get lost in the feminine because her energy can just draw out for a really long time. Like she could just continue to stay in that space of I just want to flow and I just want to sit on the couch and I just want to take care of myself and not do anything. So there's this real self-trust that's needed. There's a real balance that's needed. There's a real understanding that when you just honor what is present and fully be with it, it will actually shift quite quickly and the feminine doesn't even need to stay in that space for a long time. You will move out of it quickly if you fully honor it. But an important part of it sometimes is setting boundaries. And I've sort of done this sometimes with myself where I've set boundaries around my feminine. And I'm sort of hesitant to say this because I don't want you to feel like it's about controlling her. So putting boundaries in place aren't about controlling this energy, but boundaries are useful to sort of set a container around how long for or how deep you're going to go into your feminine energy so that she feels actually really held to fully go into that energy. And sometimes I'll say to myself, okay, you're allowed to take two days off on this period or three days off, you know, when your period arrives. And in these two days, you can go completely feminine. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to show up for work. You can lay in the bath all day. You can sleep in if you want. You can sit around and watch Netflix. But by the time we get to, say, the third day, We're going to start reintegrating some work again. We're going to start coming back to our routines, to our structures. We're going to set some intentions and we're going to start showing up again for what we want to get done. And so I've really noticed this with the feminine that sometimes she does need boundary and direction around her energy to ensure that it's not just blowing out into this full feminine surrender and you feel like you've gone into the complete extreme of her energy. And it could just be something like, okay, today I'm going to let myself sleep in and not start work till midday. Or this weekend, I'm taking the whole weekend off to just play and relax. Or if I'm sick, I'm going to give myself complete 48 hours of not having to think about anything else before I begin to reconnect with the world and maybe my emails, for example. And when you put some kind of boundaries around it it means that it's not just going to completely blow out and you're not going to do anything for like a week or a month but it's a boundary that actually allows you to fully surrender into that energy and actually feel quite held in it you're going to feel a bit less like you're at the complete beck and call of this energy and you don't know where it's going to take you and you're instead going to feel that you have a little bit of clarity around it So putting a bit of structure around your feminine energy can be really, really supportive. It actually allows you to sink in deeper because if you go to surrender into your feminine energy and in the back of your mind, you're thinking, how long is this going to last for? How long am I going to end up on the couch watching Netflix? Or how long am I going to end up taking off work? Or how long is this, you know, not showing up for my morning routine going to happen? But when you put a boundary around it, you're bringing in your masculine energy to hold your feminine. And then it means you can sink deeper into it because you're not in the back of your mind worrying around when it's going to end. 
And you don't have to question, you know, am I doing the wrong thing with my time? Is this unproductive? Is this a waste of time? You can remind yourself, no, honey, today, this is your day. This is your day to be as surrendered, pleasure-filled, indulgent, unproductive as you want. And then you don't have to question it. You don't have to question that at all. You can just fully be with it. And then tomorrow, we'll, we'll reassess. We'll check in. And maybe we'll create a different plan for tomorrow. And so really what so much of this conversation is about is just noticing the resistance and the judgment that we can often have around embracing and being with our feminine energy and honoring what she's feeling. Because whatever's rising for you on an emotional or energetic level, it's always just an invitation to honor yourself more deeply and to love yourself for all of who you are for all of who you are, not just when you're one way. And this is something that came up a lot in Divine Femme. We explored it a lot in our conversations, is there's a tendency for us to love ourselves more and be more proud of ourselves when we're showing up a certain way, when we are that confident goal kicker, you know, we're getting things done, we're working out, we're being a great partner, we're being a great parent, we're being the perfect person, you know, and then we really love ourselves because we're being this amazing version of ourselves. But then we tend to not love ourselves as much when we're being maybe the opposite. Maybe we're having a bad day. Maybe we're feeling flat or emotional. Maybe we've got something that we're processing on an inner level. Maybe we've just started our period. Maybe we're procrastinating and fluffing around doing things that feel good rather than being productive And we tend to not love ourselves as much then. Isn't that true? And like I was saying in Divine Femme, we really explore the capacity to love ourselves through it all, to not withhold from ourselves the love that we want and punish ourselves because we're not meeting our own expectations. I think the invitation of our feminine energy is, can you love all parts of you? Can you love yourself when you're your deeply feminine, messy, chaotic self as much as you love yourself when you're more structured and organized and productive and masculine? That's the real opportunity here. To see where am I conditional with my self-love? Because we all do this without even realizing. We have these expectations of how we should be in order for us to be proud of ourselves, in order to feel like we've done a good job. And we're giving ourselves very little room to just be who we are and how we are and then just really attune into who we are and how we are in that moment and see how we can love and support ourselves through whatever's rising. You know, to ask, how can I work with what's here today? How can I make the best of it? What can I give to myself? What do I need? How can I honor this wave of energy knowing that it will shift Because feminine energy constantly shifts and changes. And I do want to say, if you're staying in an emotional state for a really long time, if you have an emotional state that's dragging out, sometimes it's actually because you're not fully honoring what's there. When you fully honor the feeling, the emotion, the energy that's rising for you, it shifts quickly. It's like a child, you know, when you really just say to the child, okay, show me, tell me, what are you feeling? Let me hear it. They get it all out and then they can move past it in like five minutes if they're really heard and able to feel what's there. 
And so when we're really able to just be with our feminine and our feelings and honor them and go into them, it shifts really quickly. It's only when we try to ignore it, we push it down, we try to work over it and be productive on top of it, that it just lingers and lingers and lingers. So if you're noticing, you know, that your emotions and energy states are things that are shifting really quick, that's great. If stuff comes up, you feel it, you move through it, you move on. It's a beautiful sign you're really connected to your feminine and honoring your feminine because that's what it does. It's like the weather. It's like a blue sky one minute, in comes a storm, it pours rain, and then the next minute, blue sky is back. The energy is constantly transmuting and alchemizing into different shapes and forms when you're fully present with it, when you honor it, when you go into it. But if we have these emotional states that are lasting two days, three days, a week, a month, if they're just lingering, it's often because you're not really honoring and feeling and facing what's there. Because when you do, it moves quick. And these days for me, my emotional states move so quickly, like a beautiful tropical climate. Yeah, that's what my emotional states are like. And I've learned to be really fluid and flexible and adaptable with whatever is going on for me. Be with it, honor it, feel it the minute it comes up and then it moves, then it shifts, then it dissipates. And it's like going back to this river analogy that you just want to allow that river to flow through the different fluctuations, through the rapids, through the still points, through the overflow, through the drought, whatever's going on. And if you try to build a barricade in that river, so if you try to block the flow, what's going to happen? All that water is going to stagnate. It's just going to sit still and stagnate. And that's what happens when we don't feel our emotions. We don't honor what's rising. We block the flow and things begin to stagnate within us. But then you unblock and the water flows again. The energy moves again. It moves in a different direction, at a different pace. It flows exactly how it's supposed to flow. And then you can just enjoy it. And you can just enjoy the various flows of that energy. So I really wanted to share that with you. It's something that I've been processing and reflecting on a lot. It's something I've been supporting my women in Divine Femme with a lot. And it's really beautiful work around more deeply loving and embracing this feminine aspect of ourselves rather than always expecting us to show up in masculine energy. And this is really the work and invitation, I think, of being a woman who wants to come deeper into her feminine. This is what we're being asked to do is can you love and embrace all of these parts of you? Can you be with your various seasons and cycles? Can you flow with the the changes and the shifts in your energy and not make any of them wrong, but just see them as an opportunity to love and support yourself more deeply and be more attuned to what's going on for you in any moment and what you need. If you loved this episode, be sure to go and check out my five-part video series, The Feminine Awakening. Just follow the link in the show notes. You'll learn some really beautiful starting steps to connect with and embody and awaken your feminine energy and integrate this energy more into your life. And if you are curious about my signature program for women, Divine Femme, stay tuned as more information is coming for that program over the next few weeks. Enrollments will be opening up in September and I look forward to sharing the journey with you if it resonates. 
So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it has been supportive for you and given you a lot to reflect on. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed to Awaken Radio so you never miss an episode. If you want to share this episode, you can tag me on Instagram at Connie underscore Chapman, or you can share this episode with a friend if you think they might find it valuable. Thank you again for being tuned in to this week's episode of Awaken Radio, and I look forward to talking to you again next time. Mm-hmm.